0: Polikut Halochis, Yoradeya Hilikalif, Hilchis Yay Neseh, Halochagim. We dedicate to learning today, Lewi Nishmas, Tuvy Burubisra Yitzhak, Yurachmil Daniel Ben Gedalia, and Harozabasi Tamar, and also for complete refor Shalima for all those that need it, the Sir Shark Ali Israel. Paragraph of Valzeh Hisnabe Yakavavinu Kishabera Hesihuda. Radmus I was speaking quite a bit about the printing press, about what an incredible gift this is for Kali Yisrael. It makes many svarin to be published much more quickly and easily than it was up until that point. And he says it's regarding this, that Yaakov Avinu prophesized Kishaberah Es Yehuda, when he gave a bracha to his son Yehuda, right before Yaakov Avinu was about to pass away. Shemimenu Yetzir Moshiach. And we know that it's from Yehuda that Moshiach is destined to come from. So said, The regular translation is that no tribe will leave Yehuda, and the lawgiver will also remain by Yehuda. Until Shulai will come, until Mashiach will come, and to him will gather all the nations. But Rabnosazal says that the word Shavet also has another meaning. We'll see. The term Shekek also means to carve out or to engrave, to inscribe. The old printing presses would engrave the letters onto the paper. Yak Lavina was prophesizing that the shevet would not leave Yehuda. Zebuchinas shevet sofer. There's a pasuk that refers to the shevet, the stick of the sofer of the scribe, meaning his pen. This is alluding to the writing of books of the Torah. And machoi carving out or engraving, that refers to publishing. Shetizgale that the wisdom regarding the printing press, the ability to publish will be revealed in the world. Hakikas Vatposa and it'll never, never leave Klaus Israel again. This ability to engrave and publish Sforim will not leave. Ad Kiyavoi until Shiloh will come. And the Zorakodesh says, Shiloh is bigimatria Moshe, do Moshe Moshiach. This refers to Moshe Rabbeinu, who is a major part of Moshiach. Because as a result of the many Sforan that will be published, Based on this knowledge that Hashem revealed regarding the printing press, the Torah will not be forgotten until Shilohi will come. And to him will gather nations. And then the postage mentions Geffen, the vineyards of Shevet Yehuda. There's the postage says, It speaks quite a bit about wine and the vineyards, Because in the future, when Moshiach will come, then Moshe Rabbeinu and David HaMelech will merge together in the epitome of oneness. Because the word Shiloi, the Zohar Kodesh says, refers to Moshe, Egematria Moshe, Shehu Moshiach, he is a major aspect of Moshiach. V'chein David hu Moshiach, and we know that David Amalech is also a major aspect of Moshiach. K'moshi Mishiach Neshiach Eli Koyakhrei, ki Nishmas Moshiach because the soul of Moshiach will be a combination of both Rabenu and Dover And when Moshiach comes, that's when we'll have the final redemption, after which they'll never again be an exile. Now Rav goes back to referring to what he had explained earlier in the previous year about what Moshe Rabbein represents and what Dovid represents. <laughs> Because we'll be able to remember the warnings of Moshe Rabbeinu, which is the written Torah, or the and to fulfill them perfectly, completely, through the aspect of David. We had learned earlier that David HaMelech represents the one who wages the wars, the battles for Hashem. Moshe Rabbeinu gave us the initial warnings, the initial reminders regarding the mitzvahs. That's the written Torah. But Dovr Amalek represents the oral Torah, which is the full details of the written Torah, and the ability to fulfill it. And this is what the bracha that Yaakov Avinu gave to Yehuda refers to, until Shiloi will come. All these 70 nations will gather to the realm of holiness, and they'll convert to holiness, and they'll all gather to Moshe Moshiach, that the bloods, which represent redness, which represent Givurai s'ndinim, will all be plugged into holiness. The left will be folded into and become merged into and subservient to the right. canal, as we discussed in the previous year, Shazel This is the concept of holy wine when wine is being drunk in holiness. Shahu which corresponds to David Amelech, whom the Torah describes as red, reddish, with beautiful eyes. And this is why immediately after Yaakov Avino speaks about Moshiach coming from Yehuda, and he speaks about the Shevet and the Mechike, alluding to the printing press, right away Yaakov speaks about the wine. All of these sukkums speaking about wine kois All of this alludes to the cup of wine that's used at the end of a meal for Berachas Hamazal. Bechinas Yain the Kedusha, Yain Hamisameach, the wine that brings joy. Shehu bechinas shehachamimus hadomim michlolim beKedusha. What this refers to is when the passion that's in the blood plugs into holiness. So that the person, now, thanks to that bubbling blood inside of him, the person becomes inspired to serve Hashem with tremendous simcha and his levels. When Moshe Rabbeinu and Dover Nelech merge together, when Moshe Rabbeinu and merge together, as we learned earlier, this refers to thought and speech. The thought and speech of the warnings of the Torah, which Moshe Rabbeinu gave us, the written Torah, the Hizgaku HaTorah, and the person strengthening himself to fulfill the Torah, to love Hashem with both of our inclinations, with the Eitzer Toiv and the This corresponds to the written Torah and the oral Torah. Torah utfila. It corresponds to the concept of Torah and tfila, canal, as we discussed in the previous year. And all of this is established and achieved through the publishing of the many sforim of the Torah which can multiply into many as a result of this invention, the printing press. And this is also what brings together the written Torah and the oral Torah. By all of these new svarim that are being published that explain and clarify the oral Torah, these are the true explanations and clarifications of the Torah. And this is what enables a Jew and the entire Klau Israel to be able to win the war against the Dikdusha. This is the concept of holy wine, as we spoke about earlier. Yav says, now we understand why these two things are written next to each other in the Bracha Tehuda. Number one, the Pasukla Yosur, which we said alludes to the publishing of Svarim written right next to the topic of wine. Shemaramez al we showed how that first Pasuk is alluding to the incredible benefits of printing and publishing, which is what will really help Kali Israel get to a whole new level of fulfilling the Torah. Question in the chat, when we make tefillahs out of the Torah that we learn, can it be said that we bring Moshiach closer through this combination of Moshe Rabbeinu and David? The answer is most definitely Rabbi Yisrael wrote that that's one of the greatest pleasures in heaven. The HaShem when a person combines both. Now note the calamity and destruction that took place when the Ottoman Chava ate from the eight Hadas was caused by the Nohosh. And the Zohar HaKadosh says that the Nohush and the Soton are one. Nohosh is bigimatrious Sotan with the coil. Nohosh is 358, Satan is 359, and Moshiach is Bigimatria Nohosh. Moshiach is Bigimatria Nohosh, he is the opposite, equal opposite force to the Nohosh, and Moshe David is Bigimatria Satan, this combination of Moshe Rabbeinu and David HaMelech. And this is what the Pesach refers to in Shir Hashimim. Place me as a seal on your heart, as a seal on your arm. This alludes to the mitzvah of tefillin, which is worn on the arm opposite the heart. Because the love between us, between Hashem and the Jewish people, is as powerful as death says, the term a seal. A seal is something in the olden days that was pressed into the paper, that became engraved in the paper. Just like the printing press in the olden days, the letters pressed into the paper. This is the concept of an engravement, a seal. In this Pesach, the Jewish nation is pleading with Hashem that we should be to become really deeply attached to Hashem through this seal, through this engravement, which is the tefus, the printing press, this is what enables the publishing of many sforim, shehein kiyum haTorah, which will really enable Klal Yisrael to fulfill the Torah. The ki'azo kamoves avo, and the post continues, kosher kishoyo keno risho feho rish when the Possegne speaks about the Rishfeho Rishfeish, this fire, this raging fire, it's referring to the fact that the Gvurois, which are the passion in the blood, the hot bloodedness inside of us, will be converted to and channeled into holiness and left will be merged into the right. So through this passion in the blood, this fire, which could have been used for sin, by turning it around and channeling into the Kiddusha, this will enable us to perform mitzvahs with a passion, with a fiery love this alludes to the bringing together of the written Torah and the oral Torah, and this is accomplished through the many holy Sforim, which are achieved, are published through this printing press, Shahu which is an example of this holy seal, this seal that's imprinted, engraved. Now, Rav Nosanzal goes back to our topic of the kashrus of wine and the kashrus of vessels used by a non-Jew. Vezei bechinas klei yahayin sheyeshlohem hechsher alidei shemashinoisom shne Based on what we've been learning here, we'll be able to understand an interesting law in the Torah, that if you have barrels that were used to store wine, if that barrel is allowed to stand for 12 months unused, it is a way of kashling it. Because 12 months is a year which is comprised of 365 days, generally. Which corresponds to the 365 tendons through which the blood flows. And therefore, when those vessels which are used to store wine, when they're allowed to wait for an entire year unused, that sweetens and eliminates the non-kosher absorption of non-kosher wine that was absorbed into this barrel. Now Rav explains Because when we speak about the wine of a non-Jew being forbidden, especially because of its association with blood, wine and wine is red and blood is red, and it's associated with these 365 Gidim of the body through which the blood flows. And therefore, by an entire year going by, which is comprised of 365 days, that has the ability to sweeten and to kosher any negativity of the 365 tendons through which the blood is flowing. And this is a means of koshering these vessels that were used for wine. Because in every year there is one holy day, which is a composite of all 365 days, hu Yoim which is Yom Kippur, hashana, which is a composite of all 365 days of the year, tikkun kulam, and Yom Kippur is the tikkun for all 365 days. As it says in Tehillim, Yomim Yutzaru, Hashem created the days, VeLoi Echad B'hem, and to Him, to Hashem is reserved one of these days. And the Gemara says, that refers to Yom Kippur. Because on Yom Kippur is forgiven and repaired all of the sins that were committed. That were a result of the blood that flows through the 365 Gidon. And therefore, this period, this 365 days, has the ability to repair and sweeten any negativity of wine. Which is like the negativity in the blood. And this will explain why the Torah in Parshas Achrimis, which is what we read on Yom Kippur morning in Shul, that's the Torah portion that we read, it begins with the passing away of the two sons of Aranakoi. That's what kicks off the whole Avoida of it. And it says, because they died. By doing something wrong, by bringing something improperly into the Mishkan, from here we learn how careful the Koyen Gotel has to be. He performs all the Veda in Kippur. And that's where the Torah defines all of that. As it says in the beginning of that Torah portion, it was after the death of the two sons of Aaron Akhain, that's when Hashem taught Moshe Rabbein and the whole the v'Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur. Therefore, the Kohen should not enter into the Mishkan, into the Holy of Holies, whenever he wants. so that he shouldn't die, kederach shemis like his sons die. As Rashi HaKadosh points out over there in the beginning of Parsha Sakhre Mos. The Boisai call And in that portion of the Torah, the Torah defines the entire service of Yom Kippur that was performed by the Queen Because one of the reasons that's given as why the sons of Aruna paid was the fact that they entered the Mishkan. After they had drunk wine, as the Gemara says, they entered the holy sanctuary after they had drunk a certain quantity of wine. who had taken and therefore, Yom Kippur is the tikkun for the sons of Arnaquim. Because Yom Kippur repairs all 365 pipes through which the blood flows. Which corresponds to the 365 negative commandments in the Torah. Which are associated with the blood. And they represent the negativity in wine. The when a person allows an entire year, 365 days, to pass over these wine vessels, not to use them for an entire 365 days, the whole Shara and every year is comprised of 365 days, Sherechlon which are plugged into and included in Yom Kippur by the Zer canal. That's how these vessels get their tikr, they become kosher. This is what kosheres those vessels from any non-kosher wine that have been kept in it originally. Because the repair of the blood inside of us, which flows through those three hundred and sixty-five pipes need to be repaired through the 365 days, which are all included in Yom Kippur. And that's the same tigre for the wine. Again, the resemblance between the blood and the wine, this redness, this passion that's found in blood, and this passion that can be activated by drinking wine, big douche.